0: Communication screw-ups at Haliboo First Nation leave blueberry pickers in the dark about herbicide spraying and hundreds of gallons of blueberries unfit to Eat. I'm Glenn Wheeler and this is Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about Mi'kmaq people, politics, land and water. Thank you for supporting Mi'kmaq Matters through Patreon or email funds transfer. We'll all you. Last summer, about this time, we were telling you about herbicide spraying by the provincial energy utility Nalcor, along its power lines off the Bergeowa Highway near Lloyds River. Halibut First Nation heard from its members loud and clear after the fact, and the band made those feelings known to Nalcor. Ivan White, Halibut Councillor for Flat Bay, which includes Burgio, a carriage of the file. A year later, more spring in the same area, this time by Amira, whose power lines that will carry Muskrat Falls power to Nova Scotia pass through the same route. On August the fifth, Ivan White wrote to Greg Janes, chief of the Burgio Band of Indians, and Joanne Miles, chief of the Fat Bay Band, and gave them the bad news. The Hydro Company has again sprayed herbicides in the traditional harvesting area on the Burgio Highway, again without notice to the Halibut Band. That's what Ivan White wrote. Halibut Band Manager Keith Golding also told Mi'kmaq Matters there had been no consultation by Amira with the Halibut band. That was not true. Halibut did have a heads up about the spraying. Amira says it notified Halibut on June the 19th. We also contacted the Newfoundland Environment Department who told Bigamon Matters that Amira was required to notify Halibut in advance in order to get a provincial permit to spray. In fact, Halibut received notice even earlier this year according to information provided by Ivan White to Greg Janes, chief of the Burgio Band. On April the 7th, Amira contacted Keith Golding asking for Ivan White's contact information in order to schedule a meeting about the spraying plan. Golding provided the information, but the Amira contact person was transferred and no meeting was set up. On May 22nd, Chief Brendan Mitchell emailed Halibut counselors about the Amira spraying plan. Ivan White says he didn't get the email. Berry pickers arrived on the popular grounds earlier this month to find the area sprayed and hundreds of gallons of berries, unfit to eat. We'll be speaking with two people on the program this week. Later, we'll hear from Norm Strickland Sr. of Burgio. He says he's concerned not only about the poison berries... But about the effect of runoff into Brooks and the impact on birds and caribou in the area. First, Greg Jaynes, chief of the Birdiew Band. He's angry not only about the spraying, but about another section of Councillor Ivan White's email about there not being enough traditional land use information to persuade, in Ivan White's words, hydro companies of Mi'kmaq.
1: Rights. I found out about spraying uh, one evening uh, out on my uh, walk uh, when members approached me that they went to uh, pick berries in their traditional uh, berry picking spot and they noticed there were signs posted uh, by a mirror uh, they were spraying. So that's how I found out, and uh, we went from there.
0: Yeah, and uh, and after that, uh, you had some. Uh, you've had a number of conversation, uh, conversations with Ivan White, the Halibut councillor for Flat Bay, which takes in Burgio. And uh, tell us about that, uh, what, um, uh, about your talks with, with Ivan.
1: So I contacted my councillor, uh, Ivan White Sr., uh, which is councillor for Flat Bay, uh, Burgio. Um, I addressed the issue with him um, but um, Ivan he stated to me that uh, because Halibut is a landless band, uh, they gave up their rights to salt. A uh, bit frustrated over that because Virgil has never ever given up any rights to the land.
0: Hmm. So, and um, he uh, he sent an email to the Virgil band, to your band, and to the Flat Bay band on August the fifth. And uh, he said that um, uh, the Hydro Company has again sprayed herbicides in the traditional harvesting area on the Burgio Highway, again, without notice to the Halibut Band or the people of Burgio. And then he went on to say that um, uh, without the data regarding traditional land use and occupancy, there was little to persuade them of our concern or rights. So he was saying two things there. One, he was saying... Uh, I guess what you just said there—that there's not much that Halibu can do because uh, it's not, you know, reserve land. But he's also—he was also saying that there was no notice. And of course, since then, we found out that it looks like there was notice through uh, Amira uh, on June the 19th. They had to give Halibu notice to get their license from the province, sure. from uh, from uh, Environment, to do the spraying. So. Halabu did know, according to Amira. And have you had any um, conversations with Ivan since we got that information?
1: Uh, we have correspondence back and forth. And he has uh, since written uh, Chief Mitchell on the lack of transparency, why he was informed of uh, uh, the... Um, a little bit out of the loop. And we down here that don't know why that, that has happened. Um, you know, he is our counselor. Uh, I think he should be informed. I, and Ivan, he passes on all information that, uh, that comes from, flowing from Halibut. But uh, for some reason this time, it didn't happen. And why Halibut uh, did not inform the people of Virgil, its members, it's, uh, it's baffling.
0: So, and I guess uh, at this time we're talking on uh, on Saturday. We don't know at this time whether uh, there's been any response to Ivan from the um, from the chief uh, or anyone else at Halibut or not. Um, so I suppose uh, we'll have to see what the answer is. But uh, uh, what are your thoughts based on what we know now about the situation that we're in with um, with spraying and Halibut uh, knowing and uh, not. A, not intervening, and B, not even telling people in Burgio that the spraying was going to happen.
1: Uh, Glenn, as a First Nations ban, as a halibut First Nations ban, I would think that they would be um, environmentalists first. I, I, I would think that they would want to uh, uh, consult the uh, corporations on what, is, what poisons are being sprayed, um, you know, these poisons are being sprayed near our rivers. Southwest so Brook uh, is a pauper salmon fishing river.
0: Greg Janes, chief of the Burgio Band of Indians. Norm Strickland Sr. says he's been picking berries in the area for more than 40 years. He says the area is especially popular with seniors because it's accessible and easy to get to from the road. Norm Strickland Sr. says he's not only worried about the berries but about the runoff of herbicides into brooks and the effect on birds and caribou in the area. So tell me about that area. Was it, uh, I mean, I guess it, people must have picked berries there before Amira put the power most away. Most
2: definitely, yes, most definitely.
0: Mm. And how long uh, can you remember people uh, going There's, in there to pick
2: blueberries? Every, ever since that road went through. That's probably, what, 40 years ago, 50 years ago? 40. Or so. 40 years ago.
0: And I suppose uh, people, uh, the good thing about that area is that it's easy to get to. You can drive in along the Bird yes. Trail uh,
2: Highway. Just yeah, and, and it is a very wonderful place, easy to access, and there's many, many um, uh, senior seniors that, uh, you know, go to that uh, that area and pick blueberries. Mm-hmm. And, and prairie Berries. I don't know if you're familiar with prairie Berries Absolutely, or not. Absolutely, yes. Oh, you are, eh? Okay. And uh, that is probably the two of the best places that is easy to access is uh is the Bridge Road. Road. Yes. And uh, this year they have uh, uh well there's a place there known as the Taurio. I don't know if I'm familiar with that is on the inside side or the north of Lois River. Uh, no, that's south of Lois River. It's, I'm sorry. And 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 then you go to Lois River and you go into uh, uh Silver Lake area. And they have uh, uh, done those. But they, they have done from the Lewis River this year, or um, Tower Hill this year, to uh, the Silver Lake. And now, they... I'm not sure if they're finished or not, but they have left their signs there. But the point is, uh, when I was there in, uh, in the middle of July, actually, that uh, uh, they had a big tanker truck there.
0: Full of uh, the stuff they were going to spray.
2: Yes, and that's, that's what they was using. And uh, the spray is three or four different chemicals. And uh, I have, I have a name in everything here. And it is actually, now the point is, um, in my own opinion, i tell you the problem I see it with it. Okay, you take, now if you're on um, uh, the, the, the road where they've been spraying, that's in the Tower Lake area, Tower Rio area, that, okay, there's uh, rivers. One is Louise River, Peter Stroy's Lake, and the point is that those the those uh, uh, lines, power lines, are very very close. And not only that, but when uh, when when they're spraying, that soaks into the ground and goes down 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 to the rivers. And you know, uh, there's moose in that area. There's caribou in the area. There's young birds, uh, young young. Uh, Young birds this year, there's no whiskey jacks there or or, or, or in, uh, gray, gray jays, I think is the proper name for it. But most people call them uh, whiskey jacks, and there's nothing like that this year. So the point is those little uh, 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 streams of water, you know, in my opinion, that's all going into – and it, it is a poison, mm. and, and, you know, that is actually going into the water uh, uh, waste. And, and and it's going all over.
0: And when you when you saw these people in the tanker truck, did you talk to them?
2: Uh, n- uh, no, but I did. And uh, actually, there. I did ask them what they were doing. And one guy told me they were spraying the the emerald line. Mm. No, there's no there's no question because the signs had been erected. Yes. There. And uh, I'm not happy with it. I really is it's not only not not really because of the berry picking. It's only one part, but the poison that you're putting into the land and into our waterways. I'm not very happy with it.
0: And how how far from the how far is the power line from the uh, from the water in that area?
2: Uh, it All depends. You take the one what we call Blueberry Road, okay, and the one there we call Blueberry Road, and that's the name for it. Uh, it might be. Well, oh, let me see. Probably a half a kilometer from the road. Mm. Uh, you know, the the the, the road runs uh, uh, west and east. There's mm. something in that area, and and, uh, and the rivers in our area runs northeast and southwest. Mm. Okay, and feel- so it's all all downgrade. And yes. uh, I know you're familiar with my, my speech, but I'm talking about it all down downhill, I should say. Yes. And everything was, you know, uh, there's at least probably two kilometers all along the side of the road mm-hmm. that's in that area. And then it, it goes across that road, the Blueberry Road, we call it, and uh, it, it goes uh, well north and south.
0: And I suppose, uh, you know, there's a bit of a southwest wind. I mean, there's spring and that stuff. It's not going to...
2: Oh, yeah, it's going to stick
0: to where they spray it. It's going to, you know,
2: that is exactly right. And the point is, you know, in fact, last year I did look at the road last year, and there is a little stream. Well, naturally enough, you go into the wild. There's always going to be streams, right? Yep. Run, and those streams are mostly running. Northeast and southwest, so it goes, dumps right dump straight down into the river.
0: And, um, I understand, uh, the, the berry, there were pretty good berries, pretty good blueberries in that area. They were nice and beautiful. It
2: was the best. It was the oh, best. Beyond the Fwickers, there was hundreds of gallons of uh, partridge berries and blueberries. Mm. And, you know, it, it was, uh, in my opinion, that's not the answer, not to uh, post it and saying that there's a spraying that's been done. For far as I'm concerned, there's a different way to do it you know uh, take one of it J- was only let me see uh, probably uh, 25, 25 30 yards uh, and you know you could take one of J4 tractors uh, or else you take like that's another argument i i see is that um, hydro now that's run by um, by the provincial government and they don't use any uh, any uh, chemicals all they use is one of those motors uh, you know mm-hmm. understand what i'm saying yeah yeah, and uh, they go right along the side of the road. And the point is, I guess what it is, it, it's, uh, my, own, my own opinion is that the Mera and Oedro is just too cheap, you know, to do it that way. Mm. And, uh, and they rather uh, poison the land.
0: So uh, for this summer, then, uh, I guess there's there are no people can't pick berries in that area. Though,
2: that, well, most of that, well, you take the power loins of some that is the best part for uh, best place for uh, for uh, uh, blueberry and prairie spray everything. Mm. And then you know, let's face it. You know, there's a, a posting up saying that you know this uh, posting this this area has been sprayed, and 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 in it, my opinion, it's cancerous. Mm. Yes. And we, we you know we deserve better than that. Mm.
0: And I suppose uh, people from uh, people from all over, I guess, would come there, people from
2: Well, Virgil you know, there's, there's Virgil, there's Ram here, and there's uh, probably Grey River and Franceway. You know, people come here for probably two or three, a lot of people got cabins in the Peter Streitz area. Mm-hmm. And that's only probably about 20 minutes drive from mm-hmm. Peter Straits. And, uh, and, you know, those people go, you go to wherever you like, and you'll probably see a dozen people you know picking picking berries hmm. you know, and I think you know instead of doing it that way and just to save a bit of money um you know uh, dole it down or use the multure or something like that, it't cost a lot of money
0: well it's it's too bad all those nice blueberries, all those nice um, healthy blueberries so good for our health and
2: you know, it is. Berries, it, uh, cool. our our berries blueberries especially. It's probably one of the best uh, berries, that, uh, blueberries, that you can pick mm. for health reasons. Yep.
0: Now you'll have to go to the, to the grocery store and buy frozen ones from somewhere else, from Mexico.
2: Well, maybe. definitely, I'm saying you take myself. You know, I'm seventy-one year old, and I can't go and walk a mile in the woods just to pick berries. Mm. You know, I I, I pick berries here, but in fact, I've been picking berries there before uh, the highway lines went through the country, mm. because what it is. The hydro lines is, come from like Bay, the Spear, those places down there, right? Hmm. And it comes up because we got, uh, well, first of all, we had diesel power. And then they it replaced diesel power by hydro, by hydro okay? Um, you know, uh, water water power, I would call it, right? Hmm. And so we put berries there before the, the, the power lines went through.
0: Well, it's too bad. And I suppose, I don't know how long it takes the. the... These uh, chemicals to wash off the berries, but I suppose you, you
2: know who would know, who could yeah. really know.
0: You might not want to be in there next summer either. Uh, That's exactly.
2: Well, last year they done hydro lines, okay, and like I'm saying, they're you know short distances apart, and okay, so you couldn't really go, say, probably a hundred feet, and go to uh, a mirror lines last year. So you know that that area was really. Uh, Left out and uh, and couldn't be used not for pick not say for uh, elf reasons mm. for the for the uh, uh, pick berries. So this year, right, say uh, hundred feet from it, uh, they was they were uh, they were, uh, sprayed the other one.
0: How about the area they sprayed uh, last summer? What's the situation? Are people picking berries over there or
2: uh... no? I don't know what the- I I did it do it this year. Nobody picked pick berries on that road last year. Mm. Now we're not in the in the area of the, of the power lines. Mm. You know, you you would be crazy to do that, right?
0: It'd be very, very risky because you
2: wouldn't. Yeah, have I think world. it is. You know, yeah. there's enough problems now. You take with the COVID and cancer and everything else that was on the go. You'd be crazy, for God's sake, to go and uh, pick berries in that area. Mm. Uh, you'd almost have to see it. Mm. And it, 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 they came across. And where the road branched off and goes down to the river, goes right down to the river. And that chemical was sprayed into. there too. Yeah, you know, as far as I'm concerned, health and safety it should be the first thing, right? Yes. First concern. Yes. Um, uh, it's, it's not really the berries, I guess, because the point is, I guess you could buy them, but pick somewhere else. But knowing that the chemical is in our waterways uh, and all over the country and everything else, with the young birds grazing in the, the, the geese and the ducks and all this kind of stuff. And, and you know what, It's tell you the truth, every year I monitor the, the ducks and the geese are around the road in the area, in those little uh, ponds, mm. right now they're very, very scarce. And that, that's, a, that's a shame, you know, it really is, because Newfoundland is one of the most beautiful provinces in the world, if not the, if not the most beautiful. And it's a shame that somebody would have, 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 have less respect for the goal and destroy our environment.
0: Norm Strickland Sr. speaking from Burgio. Allison Baker is the producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest Mi'kmaq news and views. I'm Glenn Wheeler, Nemontas.